it's Anna. I just wanted to stop by and congratulate you on an amazing season of Soulful Self-Care Sessions. I am always excited to listen, even though we're in regular contact outside of the podcast. I feel like I learn so much and I'm really inspired by how you share, how you live these practices in real life. I think that is such a potent and valuable part of your teaching, your dharma, what you're here to do. So thank you for that. I cannot wait for Lola and however the podcast evolves in the future. Love you. Hello, hello. Hey, Sister Peace. Hey, Sister Pleasance. This is Sister Rita. Um, I hope you can hear me. I'm in this crowded coffee shop, but I just wanted to say I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much for um, just... Uh, Thank you so much. I I just have so much to say, but thank you so much. 2018 was amazing. Real life happened. Real shit happened, but it was still amazing. And 2019 is going to be amazing. Thank you for giving me my courage back to speak and elevate my voice. Thank you so much. Thank you for helping me learn how to recognize my voice again and use it. Um, So thank you, love. Thank you. Hi Pleasance, this is Rebecca. I just wanted to thank you for all the soulful self-care sessions this year. I think my favorite episode was Healthy Boundaries for Kind People with Randy Buckley. I've probably listened to it three times and every time I get a little more out of it. Um, And in general, I just want to thank you for making me look forward to my daily commute again. I love listening to your wisdom and the wisdom of your guests every morning on my way to work, and it was just a wonderful way to start or finish the day. Thanks. Bye. Hi, Pleasance. It's Rachel, and I am leaving you this message on your podcast, your first experience doing a podcast, and you absolutely nailed it. Your interviews were in-depth and um, thought-provoking and um, fun and serious. And um, I think what I appreciate most about your style when you're speaking with someone is your sincere curiosity when someone expresses something that may not... um, totally resonate for you or it's not how you're thinking about that particular topic at this time you just allow that to be and and express your curiosity so that's one of my favorite things love you good morning or afternoon or evening depending when you're listening this is Pleasance, and this is the last official episode of the soulful self-care sessions (laughs) It's super early, um, and I'm sitting here with Miller, um, my dog. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that he's in a lot of the episodes. (laughs) Miller, lay down with me, baby. And it's very dark out, and I have candles, and I just, we have a um, a Christmas tree, so I just put the lights on, and I'm just sitting here sort of thinking about this past year, the creative process, starting something new and feeling into um, evolving. If you listen to the past few episodes that I did on my own, you know that 
Um, I'm just someone who craves and lives by creative and divine inspiration. And so for me, that can look like, you know, starting projects and finishing projects when the energy of it seems to have come to a close. And when I was thinking about wrapping up this year and next year, the biggest part was how will soulful self-care sessions as it on its own really fit in with this bigger dream and vision I have for Lola, for the birth of Lola, for the academy, for Lola leadership, which is something I hope to develop later this year and or next year. And, um, <clears throat> and by later this year, I mean 2019. It's currently 2018. Um, and also the learning labs, which are these little micro group group coaching, group mentoring um, that I'm bringing into the world. And so I'm thinking about how do I start to pull the threads of the work that our community does, of our future leaders, and how do we raise awareness to what we're doing? And one of the things I know about um, business and running a business is clear is better. (laughs) And for messy, creative Enneagram type fours like me, uh, that's not always the easiest. So I'm always uh, mindful of clarity for you guys and pulling the threads of how can I bring awareness to what we're doing by making it simple. And so for me, one of the ways to do that was by um, changing the name of the podcast to the Lola Community Podcast. So that will happen uh, next year in early 2019. I already have a few episodes recorded for that and I'm excited about bringing that into the world um, and sort of switching gears. But I wanted to wrap up first with what these past, hold on, I'm counting, 54, um, actually I think it's 55 episodes have really been, um, I hope that you, however you find your way to this, that you go back, I hope that you explore the variety of topics and experts and friends who are on, I really feel like there is something in these episodes for every modern woman. Um, Not every episode, but you know, when Megan came on and talked about parenting or Randy Rubenstein, um, we've got work, Megan and I talk about work and running our own businesses. Um, There's conversations about race and intersectionality with Rita. There's lots of great planning. podcast, especially early on. So let's go through some of the highlights here. Um, I want to point out that I think the reason I wanted to kind of put an end and go back through some of the episodes with you is that I think often one of the reasons why we feel um, very anxious and never enough and always um, looking for the next thing is because of this momentum forward, right? What's next? What episode's next? What can I learn next? What's going to come next? And I have been practicing just in my own life, really that sacred pause and going back, right? So what does that look like? It looks like going back in my journals. It looks like um, just really sitting and being with what is and not always trying to map out what's next or 
um, get caught up in anything in this momentum that's this forward momentum um, which I love and is very energetic but at the same time it's important to pause it's important to celebrate what we've done how far we've come so you know if you want to grab your calendars and look back over 2018 what were some of those memorable moments What were some of the things that really brought you joy? What were some of the hard things that you went through this year? Every year of our life is filled with this huge range of beauty and grace and light and darkness and fear and sadness and anger. I mean, every year, guys, this is not 2019 is going to bring the same thing, right? Highs and lows and rain and sun. And so having that sacred time to look back over the work we've done this year, look back over our goals for this year, our calendars, our journals. It is a very important part of the inner life experience and getting to know ourselves better. I think those of you who've been studying Enneagram and in 2019, the first one of the first episodes of the Lola Community podcast will be <laughs> will be about Enneagram. I just did the interview with Catherine. It was so good. Um, so those of you who look at life through an Enneagram lens, really looking at your type. I mean, it's so cool to layer this on. It's like, how am I fully manifesting, living, dreaming, working as I truly am? And how am I blocking my joy? Or what are the patterns and habits that I'm getting stuck in with my Enneagram type um, that are playing? And what's so fun is I can clearly see the ways that I was living in certain numbers that were not true to my heart and my soul and my real divine true nature. And the more that I've done that, my actual calendar, life, journal, um, acceptance, relationships all align so much more deeply with that um, true type. So that is really cool. And I wish that for you all as well. And that's also um, the kind of work that I do with people. So if you're like, I have no idea what she's talking about, reach out to me and I'll give you more information. Okay. Okay. Um, although most everybody who listens to this for the most part, I think is in our community in some way. And you know how much I talk about Enneagram. So, um, hopefully you have your type. Okay. So let's just go back. I just want to take a few minutes to look back at some of these episodes and talk about, um, key points and takeaways. So I purposefully started recording in April and slowly dripping and producing. The other reason I'm doing this is for you guys who want creative projects. I know a bunch of you guys want to launch podcasts, so I'm kind of going through the process with you. If you want to create a business, create a podcast, have a creative venture, this is kind of one of the ways you can do it is get that soft launch, right? So my first episode produced April 30th, although I didn't share it until May 28th because I was trying to put things in motion, but I started playing with the technology and recording and getting all those little glitches um, worked out in probably February and March, okay? So it takes time. That's the point I want to show you. Um, so we started the episode with, I mean, we started the whole podcast series around turning 40, why I wanted to do it. It was really a desire, a dream. And I was so tired of 
want of like saying I wanted to do it and not do it and being afraid. And I think the more that we practice moving into our fear and moving through our fear, it becomes less scary. It still is there. Let me be clear, as you've heard me talk about a lot this year, fear is still present. It's just how do we embrace it? How do we dance with it? And I remember feeling so scared in the beginning about all the things I had to learn. What were we going to talk about? Would anybody listen? (laughs) Would this make a difference or would this contribute to the noise in the world? I think that's one of the biggest questions that I always have with writing, sharing, speaking, offering is, is there, is this already offered and am I just adding to the confusion? Am I adding to the noise? So that's something that I ask myself. Um, and I don't usually have an answer. Sometimes I just sit with that question and then I think, no, I, I really want to do this or people are showing up for this or people will write to me that this resonates. And also part of that I've learned, actually I've learned in recently about the Enneagram 4 is that we do tend to be types who are the creatives, are the writers, are the seekers, are the thinkers. Um, and we feel best in communicating. We feel best when we are sharing our experience. And so, of course, I've had these blogs for years. Of course, uh, social media is a platform where I can share about my life. It aligns. It doesn't feel um, scary or brave to me to do that. It's just my nature. So very interesting how that's layered on. So we started out with an interview with my best friend and a guest, Jelly. I have a lot of best friends, as you know, in different compartments and areas and how we serve and help each other. And Anna was so great. Anna's had a podcast for a long time and a very successful business, Curvy Yoga. And uh, we just talk about why to start it and what it felt like. Um, So it's super fun to go back to that and listen to the creation of sort of where I was 10 months ago, eight, nine, 10 months ago. Um, Good is good enough. I refer that episode to clients a lot around perfectionism, creativity, boundaries, and fear. Um, How do we move forward? Same thing with writing and producing when there's going to be errors or it may not resonate with everybody. So how do we sort of live, not because we're lowering our standards, but because we want to continue to evolve and expand. Um, how to thrive. So I went in to hear a little bit about why we created Thrive, what plan to thrive is. Those two episodes are about um, mindset, thriving, and the plan to thrive workbook, which I hope all of you have. This is the perfect time for plan to thrive. It's the perfect time to um, do some of your planning for 2018, uh, sorry, 2019. Um, and I'm just taking a note here because I want to remember to actually share Plan to Thrive with everyone. It's such a great time for you guys to use that workbook. Um, Conversations in Race and Rising Up. So Rita comes on into the picture as the Thrive community leader. And together, our energy, our skills, our sisterhood, our support, our power, our strength, our connection to one another is... um, I just, I don't have words for it. We are karmically connected. Um, I am so beyond grateful to have Rita in my life, to have the questions, the conversations, and just the love that pours out of this woman. Um, You all, if you know Rita, you know this. She is one of the most phenomenal people and women I know, and I am, 
I think when I look back at this year, having Rita come on board with helping with Thrive and just being a really big part of our life here, Sailor and Milo and Mel and myself, it's been amazing. It truly has. That has been a real highlight of this year is having Rita in my life. Um, And so she comes on for a few episodes around abundance and money and spirituality and race and Rita and I really together have a mission and a passion for sharing conversations, tough conversations with questions, not so much with answers, but we really like to be together and hold space together for other women to do the same. So we just did some really, 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 really powerful work in our Thrive Squared, which that all is dissolving and coming into Lola over the next few years. But uh, Thrive Squared was our year-long program, and we just had a retreat that closed a few weeks ago, and it ended with this super powerful experience that um, is truly life-changing. I really believe it has to be done in person because of the energy, and so we'll be doing it in our on-person retreats. Um, and groups in a variety of ways, but um, just being able to have someone to co uh, collaborate and create with has been really energizing and powerful for our circles. Um, and what I've learned again about kind of layering that four lens is that the deeper, the more passionate, the more, the depth is what is so valuable to my own health and well-being and to others is really like one of the, the superpowers of the four type is that they can hold space for really dark, fearful emotions, big emotions, shadow emotions, um, that fours really can go there with people. And I'm really noticing that that is a strength of mine. And so for me, being able to have safe spaces, I know that word is very cliche right now, but I'm talking about it in terms of the circles, the sacred circles, like Lola Live circles that we'll have once a month. I'm talking about in terms of retreats and even on Zoom when we have video conferencing, when I can see people's face and we can hold space together and talk about some of the difficult things that we don't have comfortable space to do that. And also it's not therapy. So in a lot of therapy relationships, you're sitting there and sharing, but there's not a response. There's not a... um, an action. There's not, you know, there's sometimes there's just not a response and that's not what we do. So, um, I just think that when I look at some of these topics, money, um, we're doing sexuality and desire in Lola this year. I can't wait. It's going to be so fun and so hard and so awesome. So kind of digging into the topics that people don't really talk about on the street or at Starbucks. That's, that's our jam. Shape-shifting. So in May, I talked a little bit about creative life and why it's important to continue to change. I talk, I have another episode later about masculine and feminine energy and shifting around that kind of touches on that too. Law of attraction. So Christina, who's a thriver, and I on episode eight really start to talk about law of attraction. Um, you guys, especially if you're going to sign up for Lola in January, that is the foundation of what we're going to be talking about. So that's a great practice for you to go, a great episode for you to go back to. Soul do and should do. Oh, I refer this one a lot too. Um, what are the things that society, patriarchy, masculine energy has forced us to think we should do versus what does our more feminine, unknown, softer soul want to do? Um, and being able to tell the difference and listen to that. 
Um, my dear friend Carol comes on episode 10 with the positive psychology. Great foundations if you're interested in learning more about integrating the science. Um, I love positive psychology. You know I got uh, certif- certified this year. Um, just layering it on. It's really, there was nothing that I sort of quote unquote learned that blew my mind. It's just that all of the research backed up so much of what we've been teaching and studying. And that was just awesome to see. And I love, uh, I love being around humans who study flourishing because flourishing is awesome. My friend Cass came on and we talked about the subtraction project and using LOA Again, uh, money and yoga with Rita. And then in July, I started the Just You and Me episode. So in July, um, I started these monthly episodes where I just started talking about what was happening behind the scenes in my life. Um, These have been the most downloaded episodes, the Just You and Me. Um, And so that's fun to know is that, of course, we all, all little voyeurs, we love to look behind uh, the scenes of people's lives. Self-compassion with Katie. Um, this we were talking about how to deep, uh, how to deepen our self-compassion practice, um, self-kindness, mindfulness to ourselves and others. Summer review, um, talking about self-care over the summer. And then I went into a business episode. There's a few business episodes. Um, Katie from Biz Women Rock, Rachel Cook, um, who does a sweet spot strategy. That was great. Um, we also start to get into some of the Ayurveda episodes here about halfway through in about episode 18. Um, Susan Weiss-Bolin comes on for the first time to talk about Ayurveda for beginners. So again, great place to go back to if you're like, oh, I really, I need to have some foundations or I want to hear it again. Oftentimes the second time we hear things or third time we get more information. So uh, feel free to go back to some of those episodes. Um, RTT, Rapid Transformational Therapy. So I had Michelle Molitaire on, who many of you guys have gone to at this point. I've referred her a lot of times. Mel has gone to her, uh, friends, colleagues, family. Um, Michelle is a rapid transformational therapist. She does the RTT hypnotherapy and really helps you get unstuck in an area where you, your subconscious has taken over. You're living subconsciously. Highly recommend listening to that and just understanding uh, that's kind of the beginning of the Dr. Joe Dispenza science of being yourself, personality, like loosening the reins of those neural networks. Um, I did a few book club books, Living Beautifully with Uncertainty and Change. I did, um, uh, what was the other one? I know I did um, another book talk. Oh, here it is, The Last Best Cure. That's one of my favorites. Um, so those are for (laughs) people who would like to read more and don't get a chance to, maybe that will give you a little help. Um, moving on into August, into fall, there was another August, just you and me, um, that we had the tarot lady, uh, Teresa Reed. We had back to school with Megan Leahy. Um, another conversation with Rita. Now at this point, I start talking more about becoming sober, which had happened in July and sobriety ends up being a big topic that people were emailing me about and super interested in. Um, on episode 26, you meet Jen Beyer, who is, uh, my friend who bought the school bus, who converted it to the house, uh, for her three homeschooled kids. You guys, 
super exciting news. So Jen, I think we were talking about in there. So Jen and I had in common, I had been studying positive psychology, does a whole unit on the country of Bhutan because they have a ministry of happiness and it's always labeled the happiest country entity in the world. And Jen just reached out to me about doing a retreat in Bhutan. I mean, what? Yes, Y-E-S, my whole body said yes, exclamation point. Look at the website, look at, I have no idea when that's going to happen. I will definitely share it with you guys because I know how much planning it's going to take to do that. But oh my goodness, wouldn't that be amazing? Just Google pictures of Bhutan and you'll say, oh yeah, I'm definitely doing that. Um, So anyway, that's Jen Beyer from episode 26. Um, Okay, 28, healthy anger, emotions, emotions, emotions. So one of the things I learned about doing this podcast also was listening to conversations of students and then being able to create content for you. So anger is 28. Um, Sailor was episode 29 where she was talking about dyslexia and learning challenges and differences and how for kiddos to really um, get support and how difficult it can be to feel different. And I think we all remember and know that feeling. Um, Episode 30, the energy centers about chakras. So there's some chakra basics for you. Um, Creative visual mapping for decisions, dreams, and desires. Uh, Episode 31, I refer this episode all the time in terms of opening your mind, opening your neural networks, creating more space for opportunity and possibility. Um, That really is a combination of mindset, law of attraction, uh, Joe Dispenza, energy, subconscious, RTT. It's a ton of variety of tools that I use there. Um, Then I had my friend Jeremy on who created the film Doctor from India about Ayurveda. Then we also have the Vata season podcast that comes right after. Um, Marketing. Megan and I talk about marketing in episode 34. Um, Just you and me. Uh, Then I have a few different guests on. Uh, Jody Commodore, who is a pioneer in the kids yoga movement. Lady Farmer. Uh, my friends who created the farm, their mother-daughter team who um, make sustainable clothing and feel very passionate about educating people on the fast fashion industry and all of the toxic uh, culture and nature. Um, Then my husband Mel came on and you guys were very funny about that episode uh, that you learned some stuff and that you wished you noticed how different we were and that you wanted some more kind of content and meat about the difficult times. So um, we'll record something in 2019 for the Lola Community Podcast, definitely on relationships. Um, boundaries. Okay, so Sharon Pope comes on for boundaries on 39, and then 41 is the healthy boundaries for kind people with Randy. Randy's amazing. Sharon's amazing. Those two episodes go very nice together. Um, 42, go into journaling. That's another skill that I want you guys to have is practicing journaling. Um, hold on. I'm taking a note around something I want to do for next year. Um, okay. So, uh, journaling practices, cause lots of thrivers ask me for that. And then we do have a course. Everybody uh, at some point experiences loss grief, trauma, 
And then how do we heal? So I have my friend Sarah Boone on, who's a therapist who specifically deals with grief and loss. Um, inspiring Sarah Waxman, who started a company, a business, a nonprofit called At The Well, uh, which brings um, Jewish traditions and practices into community and sacred circles. It's kind of like her own Lola, except it's based in Judaism. Um, my friend Allison Tepper comes on to talk about food, nourishment. Uh, we do a retreat together. Elizabeth D'Alto, truth-telling. So I love that this is a mix. When I look back at this year, I love the mix of people who've been podcasting and who I've followed versus just the friends and colleagues I have who are leaders in the field and have different thoughts. Um, so a really nice mix. I'm really um, proud of the mix that you guys are exposed to about uh, local sort of on the ground people who are doing coaching around food, wellness, grief, loss, and then also um, some people that have, you know, a wide range. If you go back to Elizabeth D'Alto's podcast, you have so much you can learn from her over so many years, and she's fun to talk to. Um, so then I did an experiment, ask you guys if any of you wanted to be sober starting then through Thanksgiving and Christmas uh, and the new year. November, just you and me, the shifts and changing, navigating the transitions from Thrive to Lola, moving through fears and unknowns. I really like people to listen to that episode because I think this is, again, stuff we don't talk about that often. It's like, what does it really take behind the scenes to transition something that's working and thriving so that you stay in alignment? So this is all about your own alignment and that deeply believing that when you are following <clears throat> your feelings, your true nature, not your feelings like emotions and fluctuations, but that when you're really feeling um, at ease with what you're doing um, and you're releasing grips of outcomes that you can continue to follow flow uh, more often. So I talk a lot about that in that episode. Um, the Big Four Perfectionism 49, I haven't finished the other episodes for that. Um, it's fine. I'm going to get to them. Um, maybe not. Um, I've sat down to, inter to record them a bunch of times and the audio was terrible, so I deleted them and I'm figuring out how to add the other three uh, boundaries, control, and I can't remember what, I, what the other one was. I don't have it in front of me right now, um, but in terms of uh, what was coming up over and over. Then Randy, my friend Randy came on to talk about mastermind parenting and all the woes and dramas of parenting. Then my friend Kaylin came on for imposter syndrome and mental health. The beginning of that audio is not good and then it gets better. So I ask you to stick with it or fast forward through it because towards the end, we talk about my own diagnosis with bipolar um, the future of mental illness. How do we even talk about curing, not curing, energy, medication, holistic health. I mean, food. There's so much in that episode that's layered and really honest about um, oh, what's happening with mental illness right now and mental health. I don't even know if it's called mental illness. Like, I don't even want to call it that. I don't want to call it mental health, mental flourishing, mental thriving. Like, what do we need for that? And have we done everything we can um, to educate people uh, as to best practices? Um, then Rachel Rosenthal came on to talk about organizing inner and outer life. I love that conversation to help people get started. And then last but not least was the December Just You and Me. 
um, which <clears throat> was about four desires. I set the stage for that one in terms of a, a coaching and mentoring tool from the ancient yoga tantric tradition called the four desires. And I use that there. So that's it. I think there's a lot of layers, relationships, your own health, your own well-being. I am super excited for next year um, and all the changes. Be patient. Um, please, the creative process. Uh, my masculine energy wants everything done soon rather than <laughs> I want it all done yesterday. Uh, and I'm just sitting with the process of taking my time and being really present with my own inner life and family. We have a lot going on, um, as does everybody right now. And um, I'm really just leaning into being present with my family through this time, um, which means that I have less work time. And so things aren't being produced as quickly as my ego would like, as the mind would like. And so just being able to identify that um, I'm being present with what is as it presents um, <clears throat> And allowing that to be okay, allowing that to be how the unfolding and to not get so caught up in goals and expectations and outcomes. And again, this is very, um, it's not something we necessarily talk about. It's not something that we necessarily are always so honest about and so being able to just sit with it sometimes feels like a little lonely um, but in the body it feels better and my heart knows that this is that I'm needed at home I'm needed with some of these um, personal family um, challenges that have come up and that all of the other pieces will fall perfectly into place I truly believe that one of the things I just wanted to close with was that I did have some difficulty with the podcast. Here's the two things that really stuck out that I wanted to shed light on. One is that I love people. I love having these conversations. And so one of the things that about halfway through I noticed was that I had really let podcast time planning and um, conversations take over my schedule um, and so about halfway through I had to sort of pull back and look at my model calendar again and tighten up the reins I couldn't just interview everybody who was requesting interviews and I had to really stop being on the street and saying oh you should come on my podcast um, I really wanted to kind of rein it in so that I could do other work it's important to talk about that because when you know creative process and and the in the the part of this I love so much I could do all day every day um, but I'm not doing sponsors at this point I might next year actually um, but currently this doesn't bring any extra revenue so it's literally just because I want to teach you guys actually that's not true I have a handful of monthly subscribers. About uh, three quarters of the way through doing this, Anchor, thank you Anchor, who is the platform for this, allowed your subscribers to um, start to pay monthly subscriptions. So we actually have, thank you so much, I just remembered um, as I logged into the site. So I'm really grateful to the people who are supporting the podcast. Anchor has it set up. I think you can do 99 cents uh, a month, $2.99, $9.99. So there's different um, ways to support the podcast. So that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. 
Um, but I don't have uh, big sponsors that can help actually pay like at a higher level, right? Um, that can meet the needs of the value and the energy that goes into it. And so when you do things like this, you have to take that into consideration. It's just balance out the energy that feels good and the value that you're putting out. For me, all of these episodes, I can refer to current clients and groups, and that feels like the best gift I can give you guys. So it makes a lot of sense. It really aligns with my model of teaching and mentoring and showing up and sharing, um, but I have to be mindful to not let it take over my whole life. The other thing was I learned a lot. I had a guest who I interviewed who wanted to give me some feedback after and didn't have quite the same experience that I did, and I just share that because it's true, it's real, and it was painful. Um, to wait and hear feedback, especially when I thought things went really well and this person did not. I did not know this person very well. And so some of my mannerisms and the way that I interact with people um, didn't sit as well with this person. And uh, she was going through her own stuff. And I learned a lot just about, again, putting yourself out there and doing new things um, it's not, not everybody is going to love you. Not everybody is going to resonate. Not everybody is going to understand. And part of my practice is letting that be okay and being okay with not being for everybody. And that's letting go of people pleasing. A few years ago, I had a mentor who said, you know, I really want you to, I, I know that you will be fully expressing when someone pushes back on something you say or someone disagrees with something you say or when you get, you know, that letter of kind of pushback is like if you're for everyone, there's nothing to argue with. And I have a little or a lot of that good girl syndrome um, still running through my blood. And actually, that's one of the things I learned from Enneagram is a type two and a type seven are very... Um, easy to love types because they're so fun and they're always in service. So I think part of my living under those identities was in order to, to be liked. So having someone from the podcast express, not that they didn't like me, but that the pot, the experience of the podcast was not great for them, um, was a challenge that I had to learn how to move through. So I, again, I want to share, I want to be very transparent about what it takes to do this work and to put yourself out there and to know that some people may not like it or not resonate and, and letting that still be okay. So that was my learning and my takeaway. All in all, it was a beautiful, beautiful, expansive year. I'm super grateful. If you're still listening, I love you. Thank you. And I wish you a very peaceful transition to 2019. I'll see you in 2019. I'm not sure when I'll release the episodes. I'm just going to follow flow and energy and take some time off in December now for our family. So may you be happy. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you live with ease. Hi again, Pleasance. It's Rachel. I just discovered that these messages can only be one minute long. So I'm going to leave you a second message to, to share the other um favorite thing um, I've found in your podcast and recommend the episode to listeners who may not have heard it yet. And that was your monthly Just You and Me 
episodes where you just open up about where you are at in the moment in the season and November the November just you and me is um so uh clear that you are standing in your um alignment and it's inspiring and I just would invite everyone to listen to that one if if uh, they have time okay now I'm finished love you hi this is Sailor I'm Pleasance's daughter um and something that I think was really wonderful that she did was she got to spend all this time with you guys talking and um yeah well she's there's going to be, like, an end-of-the-year, like, podcast thingy, um, and I really hope you guys listen to it. It sounds really amazing. It's, like, an overview of what you learned and stuff. All right, well, bye!